You know, you you know, guys don't have standards. It's still girlfriends that have the standards. <laughs> this is true. I will agree to that. <laughs> Welcome back to Voicing Valiant, a podcast made by the community for the community. This is episode 54, and I'm Bookworm. And I'm Shadowcon. And ooh, this was a last week before the May Mayday tournament. We had some good games <laughs> to end off this uh this month. Uh yeah, there were definitely some interesting ones. There were some not so interesting <laughs> ones. <laughs> and there were quite a few upsets. Yeah. There the definitely some, so I was like, oh, I don't gotta watch this. I'm just gonna sneep instead. I was like, what did I just miss? Um, a lot. I mean, I guess is the way to put it. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's start off with the start of the week. On Saturday, we had Soul Dynasty versus Chengdu Hunters. And I guess, I, I'm guessing against most people's predictions, Chengdu won 3-0. Yeah, this was the first upset of the weekend. What a way to start off the weekend. Um, honestly, Dynasty just really didn't look all that competitive against the Hunters. It, it, which is really weird because they like went from being competitive to not competitive to like, hell yeah, we're going to show our stripes again to this NAS game against the Hunters. Like... They're just not consistent. No, that's why going to the main melee, like, I don't even know <laughs> what soul team is going to show up for it. Yeah, I'm like, I, I feel like maybe the better soul team might show up because they were actually doing pretty good before the bans were put in place. But uh, they were also in the, like, uh... Like Pacific, well, actually, no. I don't think. I think they only played one. Was it only one game they played before the bans were put in place? Huh, I have to um, go back and like look at the the matches today now, because like, hmm, I'm trying to remember now. Though I I think I might be confusing them for another team. Yeah, I think so because the bans went into effect week five, which was what all the eastern teams were playing. Ah, uh, yeah. Because they were still yeah. doing the home stands on the on the eastern teams. Uh, yeah, when Soul started playing, yeah, hero bands were already in effect. Yeah, I must have been thinking of maybe, like, Titans, because they did have one game before before the hero bands were put in place, and, like, essentially the Pacific Division was shut down. Huh, yeah. I could have sworn it was the Dynasty, but now that, that, when I started to think about it, I was like, wait a second, no, no. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know wh wh which one's going to show up. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. This is gonna be an interesting like tournament, especially since the, the they didn't get the buy. Like they're playing the first day, so they don't even get a chance to look at the meta before they actually play it. Yeah. After that, uh, was to no one's surprise, London Spitfire, Shanghai Dragons, Dragons taking a three zero. Yeah. Uh, not very competitive again either. Um, but. I mean, Dragons look good, quite honestly, and London honestly looked more like a middle pack team, so made sense to me. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, after that, uh, again, no one's surprised. New York Excel took three to one versus the Hungry Spark. Like, yeah, I, um, I feel like there was only one game that was just like out of the out of the ordinary on uh, Saturday morning. Or yeah, this counts as Saturday morning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> it was Saturday morning. I was like thinking like <laughs> it's like Saturday midnight for us, which is weird. A little. It's like it's at like one a.m. for us. It's like, I it, it, it's weird thinking about it on Saturday morning, but like it's Saturday morning because it's like past midnight, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, second half of the day, we have the Vancouver Titans versus the Houston Outlaws. The Houston Outlaws taking a three-zero. It's like. It's expected. It's the new Titans. Yeah. Uh, but Houston played a really good game. Uh, they really didn't let the Titans get any kind of foothold in the game. Titans did have, again, moments where they shined and looked like they could actually be pretty good. Uh, mostly on Volskaya, because they did force the extra rounds in Volskaya, which ended up being a 3-2 for the Outlaws. Um, but, yeah, uh, other than that, not much more to say. Hopefully, Titans start to get some synergy going here in the next few weeks and hopefully get themselves that first win. But, I mean, they they got two players in Europe playing that are on high ping, so not sure just how quickly that can happen for them. And the, and the fact that doing as well as they are with the fact that they have, like, high ping players, it's like... You know, I'll, I'll give that to them. Like, they're, they're doing the best with what they've got. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I got to hand it off to the players for doing that. I mean, definitely not the situation you would want to find yourself in making your debut in the league. But, I mean, got to commend them for still doing it. Hey, you come in as the underdog. Un- under- underdog? Underdog. Oh, my God. I hate <laughs> speaking. You come in as the underdog. Um, people don't have the highest expectations for you and if you just show the best you have like you'll probably make a good impression and if anything it just shows that you have passion and drive if you're making the best of the situation oh yeah definitely also i like the fact that you said you hate speaking but yet you do this podcast you know (laughs) i I think part of the reason i wanted to do this podcast was one i had the free time uh when this all started uh, and two, like, you know, I have this speech impediment. I want to get over it. I want to get better at speaking. Like, I want to stop hating my voice. So, like, you know, it happens. I still, yeah. like, stumble. <laughs> like, there's been so many times. Like, it's something I noticed when I started editing this podcast myself is that I become very conscious when I talk. And I'll, like, when I mess up, I'll purposely, like, re-say what I said in the be- in the in a way that I can chunk out where I like stuttered, so I can just like act like it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like, worry, I, we, we both go through that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely try to cut yours out too. It's it's just like I, I've considered like making a combination of them, but at the same time, that's gonna be so difficult to grab all those clips. It'd be pretty good blooper reel. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they make good for openings and endings to to the podcast. Like. <laughs> Sometimes I would, like, stumble so much. I was like, okay, that's going to the end. Yeah. <laughs> Usually 
when I have those moments, I'm like, okay, I, I know this is definitely going <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back on track. I might just cut out this entire section and put it at the end. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe not. Maybe I'll leave it in. Uh, we have Florida Mayhem versus Washington Justice after that NAS game. And, well, Justice NAS, Florida taking a 3-1. to one. The 1 means that Justice broke the map streak. Yeah, so Mayhem did get a bit of a wake-up call with that. Um, also, one thing to note is the new Justice roster debuted with this game. Yes, they uh, picked up... Was it... Janu that was on the two-week contract? Uh, both Janu and Twilight. Okay, I thought I thought uh, one of them was on full-time. Uh, uh, but yeah. Maybe double-check that? Uh-huh. Or not not Twilight, I'm sorry, Stitch. Stitch, okay. Yeah. Uh. Oh, no, Twilight went, went to... Uh, to Shock. Shock. Yeah, I'm, I, got, I got it confused. My yes, bad. <laughs> uh, the former Titans players have been picked up across the league in a few different places. But yeah, uh, Justice... Uh, Janu is playing on a two-week contract, but I don't see anything about... Uh, about Stitch. Yeah, that one's the only one I can see someone actually confirming. Okay, but yeah, either way, it seems like Justice decided to go full Korean since Corey retired and Stratus decided to step down as a player and just focus on being a content creator for the team. Uh... Because, yeah, they brought in Janu, they brought in Stitch, and Elevante, unfortunately, is was benched so Janu could play. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sucks, especially after all the visa issues that he had to go through. And yeah. uh, what's the other guy's name? I, I always avoid like, actually reading his name because of those uh, bunch of L's in it. Lolish? I, I, might, I might be saying it wrong, but I forget how to say his name, too. Yeah. I, I just avoid L's in general. <laughs> and here I am making a podcast while I have to speak. <laughs> yeah, but... uh. But, like, ooh. he's also stuck in Visa Hell. So, like... Like, it, it really sucks that, like, maybe the team would have been better if they didn't have so many Visa issues. Like, it's just, it's just been, like, almost like a joke. Because whenever the Justice makes some kind of team announcements, it always says pending league approval. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh... But one thing, I mean, Justice went through a bomb today, too, as far as this recording goes. Uh, yeah, that, that, that team's going through a wild ride right now, too. Not as wild as what Titans had to go through, but still, it's pretty wild. It's like, hey, hey, you, you want to implode? Nets implode as well. But, like, <laughs> not fire everyone. Yeah, but... This new Justice roster came out looking pretty good. They almost managed a full hold on Hanamura, but they still won one nothing uh, because they were the defense first. Uh, Li Jing Tower, they were fairly competitive on it, on it despite it being a 2-0. Junkertown was a 2-1 in favor of Mayhem, and then Mayhem absolutely destroyed them on King's Row 3-1. So, yeah, pretty good mixed result from the new Justice roster, but... No, maybe the, maybe this team will be able to click pretty quickly and rack up more wins. Yeah, and like we already got to see them like play pretty damn well with Hanamura. Like they they broke the map streak there, which is an accomplish accomplish accomplishment of itself. So I, I have high hopes for them. Um, 
you know, it's smart to pick up players like uh, Janu and Stitch if maybe they decide to go uh, a full Korean roster or if they're still going to go with a mixed roster but bring in more Koreans because they already have their visas to work in the U.S. and uh, and NA area because they were part of the Vancouver Titans so they had to have like visas for Canada and stuff and since they'd be they'd be like playing so much in the U.S. you know they, they had to have this ready it's not like picking up somebody who is all the way in Korea having to fly them out go through any sort of visa hell that Nolnish is currently going through uh so like it was it was smart on their part like take I guess taking advantage of the Titans implosion to implode themselves and pick up uh, <laughs> some good players out of it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, after that, we had the Los Angeles Gladiators versus Boston Uprising. Oh my God, Boston got a win. And three two, Boston is two and zero when playing more than five maps in a matchup, and continued their streak of always being the gladiators gladiators have yet to beat boston once i i, I was started. i'm so dumbfounded by that because like i had made the joke i was like oh yeah like boston like imagine them winning uh they they end up winning against the top team or like one of the top 10 teams or like i, I made that joke i was nast podcast was oh, the episode before that like and they One. actually did it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I mean, packing made a joke too, but that's besides the point. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, Boston really took it to the Gladiators, which was funny too because they did an interview with I forgot who it was from the Gladiators before the match, talking about their loss to the Eternal the week before, saying that like they realized their mistakes and they're not going to repeat them, and then they go out and lose to Boston. <laughs> Yeah, like, Nadia doesn't even put out content where they're, like, trash-talking, like, like pseudo-trash-talking the Boston. I think it was, like, Birdring was saying something like, oh, like, it's it's too easy to trash on them or something. Like, you know, they, they were, like, bringing the spice, like, all, like, overconfident-ish. And it's yeah. good to have confidence, but, like, you put all that, like, right before the match, and then, like, a match happens and it's just like it was really funny because you could actually see some people canounting in the comments i was like oh no <laughs> yeah um yeah besides that boston was three and oh in all the control maps those were the maps they won <laughs> uh, so i guess they're just really good at control apparently because they did tie they did a they did draw on hanamura they honestly shouldn't have but they did. <laughs> they had the Superior Time Bank and just couldn't get that first tick on point A in the extra round. So that was a draw. Uh, they went to Gibraltar. Very close game, again. But Glads came out with the 3-2 win there. And then the, the Glads just full stomped Boston on Blizzard World for a 1-0 win there. And then Lige Tower, all Boston again. For another 2-0 win, just like on Nepal. And then Busan, since they decided to go all the way to map 6, they decided, hey guys, let's make it go all the way. So Boston won 2-1 on Busan. 
I don't care what anybody says, that was the matchup of the week. That was the game of the week to watch out of all of them. It's funny because like, I wasn't expecting this match to be good. I wasn't expecting it to go long. Like, I watched the first two, and after after that, I was like, you know what, after halftime, like, Gnarius is going to pick it back up. You know, they were probably just being overconfident. That's why they lost the first map, and that's why they ended up tying the second map. You know, they'll be good. So I took the nap. I wake up. I see the score. I was like, what happened? Whoa. I yeah. know? Yeah, I mean... <sighs> A lot of people were going crazy about this game because I don't think anybody in their right mind ever thought that chance of Boston getting another win was going to be this game. But it happened. <laughs> I mean, there's always a chance, I guess, despite how guess. small the chance that is. It just, I mean... They rolled a natty 20 for all my uh, tabletop RPG fans out there. They rolled a natty 20 in this game for that win. You know, um, probably a mix of maybe um, better preparation, maybe um, the hero bands were more in their favor, maybe the Gnadius were just overconfident. You know, they they um they ended up bringing in a new player, right? Is this the uh, this is the, the, the uh, Punk? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Boston just signed Punk. So he made his debut, and honestly, he made quite the impact in this game. He wasn't the, the MVP of the match, but he still made a huge impact for Boston in this in this game. Yeah, it's 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 really cool because you wouldn't expect having a new like player in really affect them so much so fast because you know they have to build up that synergy, but you know. It worked in their favor, and like uh, you can, you could say that maybe Gnadators were like overconfident. Like they br- they brought out like Paintbrush, who was on the bench, and they're like, "Haha, bring out the the B team!" Like type uh, banter was going on between fans. So yeah. and, like, who who knows? Like, yeah, because Paintbrush played Nepal and Hanamura. Then after halftime, Big Goose came back in. I mean, it seemed to make an impact because. They won the two those first two maps with with him, but then lost the next two after that, so yeah, I mean arguably you could say the gladiators try to meme it up a bit by starting paintbrush over Big Goose to start the the match, but I don't know. I think they shot themselves in the foot. I mean you you knew the players were mad because since they've actually been getting uh player cams working now for a couple for I would say pretty good majority of the players in the league. Uh, obviously, on the Boston player cams, we saw them all getting up out of their chairs and, you know, huddling up and cheering because, you know, they finally got that second win after, what, nine-game losing streak, I think it was? Uh, it's been, like, Something like that. the yeah. entire season. Yeah, because the, the only game they won was their first one against Houston, like, end of February. So yeah, I think it was like an eight, eight, nine game losing streak, and on the opposite side, <laughs> Gladiators, Malding, uh, I think it was Bird Ring that knocked his camera up, so it just was like looking up at a weird angle, so you couldn't see him. I think Mirror just straight up walked off camera, didn't do anything. 
OGE looked pretty depressed and like knocked the camera like not really knocked the camera down but pointed the camera down so like he couldn't see him uh, and then Shazer Big Goose I believe also same thing like they sat there for like a second and then took off their headphones and looked like they just stormed off camera Space was the only one I remember that like kind of like sat there just like kind of like taking it in just being you just seeing on space like damn like we lost and like just kind of more accepting of it well space has always been like the weenie professional one which is surprising because he's like he's the baby of the teams that he's been on essentially i think like mira's younger than him um but don't think anybody else on the gnaz is younger than him remember the ages correctly uh i don't know honestly so i'm not gonna try to try to correct you on that if it's wrong yeah because I know I know Mira's eighteen, and space. His his birthday hasn't passed yet, right? No, it has. Right? Wait, he has the same birthday as Super. Has Super's birthday passed? Let me see, Mir. Ah, why can't I remember his age? Come on, space. Space turned Wait. twenty on March twenty eighth. Okay, so it is. It was March. I couldn't remember if his birthday was in March or May because you know M A M A. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so he is twenty. Yeah, like, like even, but even before that, like he's al- he's always been very charismatic, very professional. Um, dis- despite his age, I'm not sure. Like maybe his modeling gig when he was younger taught him to be like, humble. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was quite the game. It was quite the game. Like it was the game I decided I was gonna nap through, and then I was like, damn, I should have like stayed awake to actually experience this live. Now I, oh, I have a high nights. I don't get the actual feeling of like, oh my god, is this happening? Yeah, um, but Mir again losing to what was his old team essentially because he was on Uprising Academy before this season started. And he had lost to Sentinels, or Gladiators Legion is what I should say, uh, in mm-hmm. Contenders last season, last year, so... That's interesting, too. <laughs> so when it comes to the uh, Boston Gladiators matchup, like, mirrors the cu- curse, obviously. I mean, I guess, but also just <laughs> Gladiators have never managed to beat Boston. They really haven't. It's it's funny because uh, Nera, uh, he is the admin of the uh, Charge Discord. He used to be a mod for them. Uh, he's also a Boston fan. Uh, and he, like, replied being like, kind of cheeky when... The Gnads posted about the game. He's like, well, I don't know about you guys, but, like, Boston's always beating you. Like, he put up the stats for it. I was like, Nero, you like you have a lot of balls doing that. Because we all know the Gnadios are going to lose. And then, like, <laughs> like not, I don't know, not the Gnadios. The Gnadios are going to win and the Boston's going to lose. And it's like, oh. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Having the balls to post that paid off. Sure did. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, that was like, I guess, the the match for Saturday and probably the weekend. Yeah, because the match that followed after this one was the one pretty much everybody was hyping up as the actual match of the week. And it didn't turn out that way at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I should have chosen to nap on this one instead. <laughs> San yeah. Francisco Shark versus Atlanta Rain. I had such high hopes for you, but no, it was 3 you. Yeah, um, Shock pretty much just absolutely dominated. Like, 
2-0 on Lee Tower, 2-0 Volskaya, 4-3 on Junkertown. So Junkertown's like the one map Atlanta was like competitive. But honestly, this was the yeah, this should have been the the match that you took your nap during. Yeah. That one turned out very disappointing for everybody. See, I put my faith in Shock instead of Boston, which I never thought I'd be saying. It was the, the wrong decision. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's how Saturday ended. Yeah. With an upset and then a disappointment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, starting off Sunday, we had Guangzhou Charge versus Chengdu Hunters. And Charge solidifying the place in number one in the uh, Asian division of the May Mayne. They win with Three two. Yeah, and it looked kind of bad there for a while with them because they won the first two maps. Hunters came charging back to win the next two. And then Charge won map five. So they prevented the reverse sweep, which wasn't the only time a team did that this week. But yeah, it got a little hairy there for a while. Yeah, that was probably pretty scary for them because like... You, you, when it comes comes to the Asian uh, division of the May uh, Mayne, it's only the number one team that gets to buy. So you really want that position. You don't want to play the first day. You want to be able to actually watch the other teams, gather information, and be ready for when it's your turn to play. So th- that was just like really important for them to have to win, and they came so close to losing. And like I don't think. That um, they they would have been able to keep the spot as number one if they had lost that, especially with the the map score that they were at. Yeah, I have to, I have to double check that, but like, yeah, like scary, scary stuff. Uh, after that was uh, Hangzhou Spock versus London Spitfire. Spock taking it a three zero. Yeah, uh, this one was a little bit close and competitive but yeah spark dominated pretty well but i mean it's spark and again like even though they won it was pretty boring (laughs) i feel bad for spark but you know it is what it is yeah Uh, after that we have the dennis fuel and paris eternal starting up the second half of the day uh paris eternal taking a 3-0 i don't think that was too much surprise. It was a little bit of a surprise because like, I was like, oh, Fuel's doing a little bit. They'll probably take a ma- nap. Map? Not nap. I was going to say they were going to take <laughs> a nap. You really want that nap, don't you? <laughs> I do. I want a nap. I should have taken a nap earlier. Uh, yeah. <sighs> uh, I think most people pretty much agreed that Eternal was going to win, but that Dallas would at least be able to take a map just because, yeah, Dallas has looked a little better. Or I shouldn't say a little. Has looked a lot better the last few weeks. But no, I mean... Eternal pretty much trounced them. But like on the same time, at the same time, like Eternal is pretty good this season. They've had the ups and downs. Like, you know, you can't always trust them when Ryan is banned, because you know Ben Best is best at Ryan. Uh, yeah, but I think they've learned their lesson with that yeah. one. And when I, Ryan's banned, they just leave no smite in. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it's like, it was a bit of a wake-up call for them to lose so many times when was when the Rhine was banned, but... 
you know, yeah. it works out. Especially in the when end they lost the to outlaws. I mean, oh god, that, that was a wake up call for them. I think. I was so so mad at that. I was... So was I, and I was there watching it. Live. Oh god, yeah, you were. <laughs> you had you had that angry outlaws fan there, right? Yes, I had a very angry outlaws fan next to me during that match. Okay, and then uh, after that, we had Philadelphia Fusion versus the Vancouver Titans. Fusion taking a 3-0. Sorry, Titans. Yeah, no surprise there. Uh, Fusion played how Mayhem should have played last week. And one might argue that they try to meme, meme it up a bit because they did play Chipsa finally in the first map. But, I mean, they won it. Dom they just dominated on Oasis. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, but yeah, Fusion... Maybe try to mess around a little, but overall they they took it serious. You could tell they were focused, knew what they were doing, and yeah, they they took care of the Titans. As much nice as I was cheering for the Titans to win, I really didn't think they were going to, and yeah, they didn't. So I wasn't really disappointed. <laughs> yeah. My my favorite stat of that game was the fact that Chip Chipsa did not die on maps two and three. He also did not play maps two and three. Yeah, so Chipsa is 1-0. He's the secret weapon. <laughs> Obviously. And then to end off the day, we have Toronto Defiant versus NA Valiant. And this time we don't have to actually say skip because it ends up at the end. Yeah. And boy, this was a close match. I was so, so terrified watching this. Because like, I, was, I, was, uh, I was actually dog-sitting during this. So... I had only my phone to watch it on. I, and I was like, between taking care of the dogs, because uh, uh, it's my aunt's dog who recently had surgery and she was going to be out of the house. So she needed me to watch over, over her. So I'm like, they're cuddling with the dogs, making sure they're okay, taking them out to uh, pee, but like struggling with my phone because I hadn't set up my laptop yet. And I was like, oh, what's going on? Wait, why is it jumping back and forth? Is it my phone? Is it, is, what's going on? And then, <laughs> like, not only did we have the stress of the actual games, no, we had the stress of technical difficulties. That's yeah, not there were fun. A lot of, yeah, there was a lot of technical difficulties during this match, and I didn't like it. It, it was annoying me. Um, and, like, why did it have to be this match specifically? Like, you know, I, 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 I'm not the most mad that they have technical difficulties because, you know, they don't have the optimal setup. They don't have a studio to work out of. Everybody's working from home. There's going to be hiccups. But, like, oh, God, map five, why? Like, it <laughs> jumps back, like, 30 seconds, and then, like, jumps forward, like, a minute. You're, like, like you jump back, like, halfway through point A, and then, like, suddenly you're in a fight in the middle of point B, and you're, like, what just happened? Yeah. <sighs> um, but despite all that, Valiant, Preventing the reverse sweep and winning 3-2. It was a really good game to watch despite the stressfulness. It's definitely better to watch uh, without techni technical difficulties. Um, yeah. The worst technical difficulty was Ilios, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Like, it was. We, did, you did, we didn't even watch the ending of it live. Honestly, no, we had. 
it's just like it's just like they won it was really funny because when all the technical difficulties were happening like i opened up the the chat and i saw somebody saying in chat like defiant one i uh, go check the overwatch nick twitter and i was like bitch don't i <laughs> Yeah, I basically can tell what, this yeah. this game isn't over yet. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, basically what happened was, uh, Valiant were holding Lighthouse, which was the second round they played. Uh, it was like eighty eight percent for the Valiant to Toronto's ninety nine percent. Defiant or I'm sorry, Valiant had just won the previous team fight, got the team kill, but did waste, not really wasted, but they double support ulted. Yeah, so they had to do that because... break does uh, not look good. So every... Yeah. Like, even the casters were saying, like, Valiant has, like, nothing to work with. They got some ults, but not a lot. Defiant definitely have the upper hand in this. And, like, as soon as they... Like, as soon as Dreamer jumps in with the Winston into the back line, it flashes forward and says, LA Valiant wins. He's like, w w what? <laughs> like, you don't, you don't even get to see Dreamer's play. Like, yeah, you know, it like, literally stopped right before he was about to come down on the back line. Because it's then so just... stressful. Like, you, like <laughs> they had to use the double support ults because they were antenated. So they needed to break armor pack. And then, like, oh, yeah, they should push forward to, like, try to get more ult percentage. And it's like, what? And you, and you just, like, just watch Dreamer just, like, sneak. He's just sneaky, like a sneaky monkey. It's just, like, there's so much stress there. Like, huh. Yeah. Like in the end, what the play was that he snucks, sneaks around, uses his jetpack to like, jump on them. The uh, AOE like damage that comes from landing, I uh, did a good a good chunk because he lands right in the middle of pretty much all of them. Uh, as that happens, a uh, dynamite is thrown in, so that those two combined along with the like continuous damage that his uh, Tesla cannon does, immediately takes out two squishies. I want to say it was both supports. Though I can't remember at the moment. Even though uh, I, just I think watched. it was both supports. Yeah. I, I, I want to say it was both supports. Because um, I'm pretty sure I saw an Ana in there. And they were, on, they were... I remember they were running the Ana because uh, that's the reason they had to stack the support ultimates was the anti-nade. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they, they were running an Ana break. Okay. Yeah. But then maybe it wasn't the supports because it isn't like... Break is usually kind of semi-tanky because of her uh, shield. Hmm. I have to go back and check, but I, it's funny because I had just watched the the ending again to make sure I can talk about it because like it didn't actually happen live, and here I am forgetting it anyway. <laughs> but yeah, like it was, it's, it's just <laughs> the technical difficulties were kind of hilarious, kind of annoying. Like yeah. I was already stressed out from a dog. <laughs> Come on, <Yeah. laughs> Overwatch Nate, don't stress me out even more. Uh, agreed, but. Yeah, I mean, overall, the entire match was pretty competitive. Because, uh, yeah, even though Valiant won both control maps 2-0, it's a little deceptive because a couple of them were, like, 99 to 99s. Actually, like, no, they were all 99 to 99. Were they? Okay, I thought one was, yeah. like, was like 100 to, like, 80-something. So, still no, pretty dang it, competitive. So, I might have misremembered that. But, no, yeah, if all, I'm correcting, it was all 99 to 99. Okay, but, yeah, regardless... All five maps were very competitive. I mean, I would still definitely recommend watching the VOD for this one. But, yeah, this was not the game of the week. It was still very, very good. Just it was not the actual game of the week to watch. Yeah, like, those are really good points. Like, on 
uh, Temple of Anubis. Uh, you got the Widow in there, which is oh, it's a really smart play. Um, putting KSB on the Widow, you end up not giving Agenities the space he needed because now he has to look out for the Widow on like on attack. That get, that gives him like it, it's really cool because at one point you're on uh, Agenities POV and he's kind of flying in the air, and suddenly his like health drops to like twenty, so he immediately has to drop out of the air. And it's it's one of those things that's like really really cool because the casters I just mentioned it, so they kind of cast the curse them. Yeah. And <laughs> but they they kept saying like, oh yeah, KSP is definitely gonna go back and switch. Like, uh, wait, was the KSP was on the? Let me double check actually. Cause yeah, because he yeah, he's KSP. Yeah. Like they're like, oh yeah, he's gonna switch, but he doesn't switch at all during the first attack run. He stays on that uh, widow, and it works out amazing for them because they have the they end up coming out with four minutes and fifty eight seconds. Um, when it comes to defiance run, they end they end up capping in overtime. Uh, and yeah, that's like and, uh, kind of C9. from a C nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except wait a minute, Dreamer McGravy put in chat first C nine, with logics following up soon after going. Wait, I think we should say that. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I guess, like, Defiant kind of learned. And they're like, okay, you know what? We're going to, like, actually shut down this Widow. Because what I think happened was they were expecting KSP to eventually, like, get off the Widow. So they didn't put so much attention on him. And was focused on everybody who was in, like, the side room. And that ended up giving KSP, like, a lot of, like, sight nines to, like, chip away at them. And eventually get kills. I feel I feel like that was their downfall, and they did their best to like shut like they were hard shutting down KSP on their second attack run, uh, which is eventually eventually they had to switch off. But Va Valiant had the advantage of time, so they're like, okay, you know what? Fine, the widow doesn't work, so let's just like play some different heroes. We have more than enough time to build up orts, and they played it very well, nice and snow. They waited until Defiant exhausted all their ults before they actually made a like a like hard play for the point. So it was it was one of those things. Is like you maybe you're expecting them to take a, the point A fast again, like they did last time. But this time around, they they were like, you know what? Let's take it slow, and it worked out for them. So yeah. it was really nice to see the like. Uh, what's the like? word for it like like smart side of it like more like um patient the the patience they had i guess patience is the word i'm looking for yeah but they, um, did, they didn't run into it and it worked out for them yeah and valiant won anubis in like the most <laughs> just absolute stomp when they finally got that team when they needed because i mean you had two brigs <laughs> <laughs> on the map. Oh, that's great. Because Shax Shaq, was playing Echo, and he used his alt to copy the Brig. So you had double rallies going on, and then they just defiant, just try to hide inside, and just got just demolished inside that building. Like it was, it was not good. It, it was so hilarious. Like it, it was a great. It's a great map. Like Anubis. It's it's a. Uh... I feel like I that mean, one's a really good one to learn from because you get to like see how Defiant uh, adapted to the Widow on their second defense. Yeah. Also, two CPs Valiant's best map type. 
what timeline are we in where that's a true fact? Like, there used to be always, like, I think specifically Anubis was actually one of our worst. If, if I have to, like, look up our old stats. But, uh, yeah. I, I think I, Anubis historically was one of the better performing maps for Valiant. I think Horizon was always, like, Hori yes, Horizon was the was worst really one for one. Valiant. Yeah. Historically. But, but Horizon's uh, kind of, like, out of it. Like, Hor yeah. Horizon just, like, is a bad map in general. And, uh, like, which is, I'm really glad that we work in it because, like, I like the concept. I really, really like the concept. But the layout just does not work. And, like, the first way work they had was pretty good. There's still some stuff I would have changed. And you know what? They're doing it. And I, I got to give the dev team, like, props for that. That they're like, you know what? You're right. This map sucks. So we're going to fix it. And they're doing the same thing to Paris. Like, I'm giving... I, you have to give them props for that. Yeah. Um, and maybe... Otherwise, maybe uh, another good maybe highlight. Lastro refused to die. <laughs> Oh God, Nike! He's just so, like, he's just like, he just goes off full on DPS and like, Rain, uh, Rain just like follows him with an armor pack. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what happened was Lastro had the high ground as Ana on point A, and was by himself. Agility saw this and decided to pounce, as any good DPS player will do. So he got into a one-on-one -on -one duel with Lastro. Couldn't kill Lastro. Got him very, very low, though. Lastro mm -hmm. jumps off the high ground back down below, forcing Agility to come chase him down there. They were still 1v1-ing. <laughs> and then finally, yeah, I think Rain, that's when Rain started throwing the, the armor, pack, armor packs yeah. onto him, and they got the better of Agilities. But, <laughs> I mean, quite honestly, like, I thought Lastro was dead there. Like, I'm like, I know Agilities. We have seen him for, you know, the past years with the Valiant. There is no way he's going to let Lastro live. And Lastro managed to get out of there. And the thing is, like, he didn't, but know, he he did didn't even get off his anti-nade. Like, he, he didn't even, like, hit him with that or anything. Like, he missed his sneak dart. Like, he, like, I I don't know. Did he run into the room and match to get the health pack? I don't think he did. I think he had to run no. around the yeah, other he, way. No, no, he didn't get to the health pack. And it's like, like, what the heck just happened? Like, like... He's like, oh, nope, you can't kill me. You can't kill me. Like, Pretty I think much. one of the things that Identities did wrong is that he missed the sticky bombs. Yeah, like, he missed he the did... sticky bombs. And then he didn't get full usage out of the focus beam. He kind of mm -hmm. was missing with that a little bit, too. Which is which is funny, because Ana doesn't even have high mobility. So, like... No, that's, yeah, that's what made it all the more surprising. She, she's, one of the, she's one of the heroes with the least mobility. I think the only one that has worse mobility... Is Zenyatta. And like theoretically he has better because when he ults he gets like really good mobility. So it's it's, it's one of those things like ah. Still that was a good map to watch though, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, th those are really good highlights in this. Those fun stuff happening here and there. It's super stressful. Still mad at your water. <laughs> yeah, that was the only one that I guess defined was like more dominant on. And yeah, but even then, that map was still fairly close. Yeah, At least they, for they, they a while before Valiant kind of fell apart. Yeah. Like, they both had, like, really good plays during it. And, like, Valiant did a decent job at defense. Like, even when they had, like, such a small amount of, uh, like, area they had pushed during their attack. Like, 
It, it, it was like they, they knew who to focus on. They did a very good job at stalling whenever they got close to the box. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. Yeah, we've seen a lot worse. Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> um, was Hollywood. Hollywood um, was very very close. Yeah, that one, that one was that that was so weird. Like I, I was like. When I was watching, I was like, I feel like they're going to cap, but they're going to cap in overtime. So this is going to end up being a draw. And like, nope, no, they didn't cap. I was like, aw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, otherwise, or in other news, Dreamer was the MVP of the match and definitely well-deserved. Because he was, he, he was killing it. I'm sorry. Yeah, even though we didn't get to see his, like, ending, uh, and then kills for the to essentially win the map, like and win the match, like he he, did, he was great, like I'm really proud of him. He he he's coming in there. He's coming in there, and it's like yeah. And he was the post game interview, which I have to admit was very very fun to see Dreamer be that post game interview. I'm thinking of what's the translator's name? Uh, new new Lucianal something like Lucianal. that. I was like, what's Trustnado's name? See, this is this is how you know that like I avoid L's like with a burning <laughs> passion. Which is hilarious because currently the like uh the status is just pain, which is me every time I read a name with an L in it. <laughs> yeah, um he tweeted out something like, Oh, like I helped him out with the uh interview, but he uh was it uh but I think but he, he killed, killed it. it, yeah. Yeah. The view in my books. It's like oh, so proud of you. So proud of your boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm also going to plug Dreamer a little more here. I've been watching Dreamer's Twitch streams, and he's not getting a lot of viewers at all. I think the one I watched on Monday night, or was it yesterday? I don't remember. He had like 10 viewers. That was the most I saw. And he was duo streaming with McGravy, but... Yeah, Dream Dreamer's streams are pretty fun. He's very chill. He's very relaxed. He's actually really, really funny, too, when you were talking to him, like, asking him questions and stuff. He seems like such a sweet guy. Like, I'm so sad. I, I never got to meet him. Hmm. Yeah, Dreamer's a really fun guy. He mm -hmm. was really fun when we met him. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad he got picked up, like, um... New Chanel uh, put in the replies to his thread, just like some of the, like, just like, I, I guess like a written out translation to what he said. Um, and like, I, I guess to help people understand, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he, and like apparently like he was like, oh, some people were worried uh, and would blame Valiant for picking up a no-name player from AU Contenders. And I was like, no, no boy, no, <laughs> not a no-name. You're great, like uh, Australian contenders is great. Like that—that's where punk came from, right? Like, and look, look at look at Boston. See, it's the Australians like contender scene is where it's at. Uh, yeah, which is funny because when we did the uh, pre-season meet and greet, <laughs> Dreamer even said that you know he did play in Australian contenders, but that they're not very good there. <laughs> Yeah, like, to be fair, Australia doesn't have the best ping. Yes. Like, they're not in the best position for these servers. So, like, you know, you, there was that whole thing with, like, Trill when he was on Envy. 
uh, plane from Australia with like 200 ping or something. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was hilarious nonetheless. Yeah, but like, oh, he, he's such a good boy. And like, I, I think part of me wants to get a Dreamer jersey just so I have a jersey that says Dreamer on it. Because that's just a, it's like, it's a feel good thing. Like, I mean, you definitely money? should at this point. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm a big gig fan. I'm I'm loving Dreamer so far. Like, Nastro's great. Rain is great. Like, and KSP out there. KSF out there. Like, stop, Valiant. Stop having such good players. I can't do this. <laughs> I don't have the money for this. But like, I really do need a new jersey because like, all my jerseys are like. I, ha I have a Custer jersey, I have an Agility's jersey, neither of them are Valiant anymore. Just like, ugh. Stop it. Stop it. Get some help. Yeah. Also, real quick, uh, Valiant 3-0 no now since uh, McGravy was retweeted by Halsey. Halsey Just the putting answer. that out there. Yeah. Halsey was clearly the answer. Hmm. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that was Valiant's game for the week. Uh, because they won, they end up being in the top four, which means they get the bye, which means we don't actually know who they're up against next, but this coming weekend. Yeah, we'll find out Saturday, I think, maybe. Um, Cause that they get to choose who they play against, or are they playing in order of yeah, like the winners from. Uh, what's it called? Well, actually, uh, they're, they're not going to be able to choose Saturday. their opponent. Um, yeah, because they're the fourth seed, they won't actually be able to choose. Oh, their okay. Opponent. Oh, yeah, because they they get whoever like is left over, right? Yeah, they get whoever's left over. Okay, yeah. The only one we know of in the NA division for the May uh, May NA tournament is Vancouver Titans versus Toronto Defiant. Yeah, uh, and that will be. Friday at 10 a.m. Oof. An accident. early. An accidental battle of the, uh, <coughs> of Canada, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if there's one way to start a legitimate rivalry between them, like, this is the way to go, I guess. That is very true, yes. Part of me is hoping Titans win, just so they can, like, have that win. But, like, I, in my heart, I know that Defiance probably gonna win. They'll be, they've been looking really good. Um, just... Well, look at the game against Valiant. Look at the game last week against um, Shock. Was it Shock? Um, yeah, it was against Shock last week. Yeah. Yeah, they they have definitely looked a lot better. And then um, in the Asian division of the May Mayne, we do have like the first three games because the only one who has a buy is Charge. So we know that Soul Dynasty is going up against Hangzhou Spark. Chengdu Hunters is going against New York Excelsior, and London Spitfire is going up against the Shanghai Dragons. Uh, decent matchup, I guess. Um, Spark actually might be scary now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Architect was let go by the San Francisco Shock and was signed by the Hangzhou Spark. Wow, that kind of rhymed. Shark and Spark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Arguably, Spark's biggest issue was their DPS duos were just not working. With Architect on the team now, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see something much more exciting out of them now. 
we get to find out this coming weekend. <laughs> 1 a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> Yay! Eh, if my sleep schedule is still destroyed by then, maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm n <laughs> I never feel like watching Spark games. I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, all we really know about next week because they are dependent on who wins what. It is a tournament bracket. You know, we, we won't know until it happens, which sucks for High Noon and making Preds. Sure does. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was uh, this week's. That's what's coming up next week. Uh, and then usually Valiant does a Valiant versus uh, every Monday of the week. But this week they changed it up and instead had a Q&A with Mike and Packing. Which is hilarious because apparently our friend Chef is now Chef Internet Explorer. They are indeed. <laughs> it's partially my fault. Uh, I think it was Packing who was like, oh, because Chef's name is Chefy on Twitch. And he's like, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Is it Chefy or... And, like, he, he couldn't pronounce it, so I just put, like, Chef and an IE like, to make the E sound. And they wrote it as, like, Chef Internet Explorer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. It's like, you know, we went those for those hard-hitting questions, and instead we come out with a new nickname for Chef. Yeah. Pretty good, though. It, it was it was pretty... I mean, kind of sucked, yeah, we didn't get the verses, but the Q&A was was still pretty fun in my opinion yeah i messed out on part of the beginning because like as usual they always have this when i'm at the dinner i was about to say lunch but i don't have lunch at 7 p.m i just i swear that's a late lunch you have i swear i don't <laughs> anyway um yeah, yeah those like those some decent questions um i'm oh, i'm suddenly blanking out on all of them hold up there we go they did see if they stop the uh questions channel and Val code so I can actually read the questions and remember what the answers were. No! They already oh, needed it. Ah! Oh. oh I mean, I guess no, wait. I found them. I found sense. them. They're at the bottom. They, like... I, 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 I hadn't scrolled all the way down. Which reminds me, I should probably oh. screenshot, like, some of this stuff. So I don't forget. Um, let's see. Well, one of the things that they actually uh, Mike mentioned in chat uh, after after the uh, stream was done, because like he uh, was scrolling through and he realized that there was a question he like they never really addressed. As uh, during season two, there was a rumor that Valiant was part of the bidding war for Decay, but they actually were never in that. They weren't like they they were never even interested in Decay. Uh, which is really really funny because apparently according to Dwarf, who has been in in uh, Gnat Code. Uh, they were actually bragging about beating Valiant in signing the K, but it's like, huh? Turns out that never actually happened. Like they, we weren't even interested in him. Hmm. Yeah, but makes sense in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, why am I like blanking out so much on what they answered questions? I'm just remembering the memes. Like apparently, Packing's <laughs> favorite color is orange, and Mike's is blue. Um, they both like chick fil -A over Popeye's. I'm calling BS on that because I know that Packing has said he likes Popeye's chicken sandwich. Um, why am I only remembering the memes? This is what I get for being a memer. <laughs> That's because memes are the way of life. Yeah, memes are dreams. Um, ah, uh, they did mention at one point about how, like, 
I think I think somebody had asked something about like being able to play with the 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 Asian division uh, with the whole like online play going on, and they had mentioned about how they actually used to scrim partially in Asian servers and partially in NA servers because uh, their Korean uh, players hadn't come over from Korea yet. This was like during the off season, so that was a nice little insight that they had like scrimmed back and forth before. Um, somebody asked whether they are more like the Nakers or the Knippers, and apparently, packing uh, is leaning more towards the Knippers. Um, uh, kind of makes sense, yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, there was some shade though that the Gladiators, which is, who's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it, was, it was multiple shade. Honestly. Oh, yeah. I should have rewatched the VOD. I'm like, blanking out on all the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> to be fair, there was a lot of memes in there. Like, I was just like, oh, what's your favorite color? <laughs> I could I contributed to the memes. I'll take part in that. <laughs> I'm surprised they actually answered the favorite color stuff. And do you remember any of the, of the uh, questions and answers? No, I don't either. I just, I mean, I watched it, but like, I, I just can't. Yeah, and like it, it just like it. snips through my mind right now, and it's like, it's not like those too many of the questions were in the actual uh, Valiant like Q and A uh, channel, and a lot of them they were on uh, on the actual Twitch, Twitch uh, I and I think yeah. a, f- a few of them did come from Instagram apparently, and I guess uh, Reddit too. And like I said, I missed part of the beginning, so I don't I don't remember funny like what was said at some points. I mean, I'm just upset we didn't get our KSP video this week. <laughs> yeah, like so you know, YouTube's been dry because there wasn't there wasn't much to do. Um, there wasn't a Valiant versus to put up on there to show up highlights, and so they only had highlights of the game, a bot review, a POV, and what we usually look forward to are these like. TV show recommendations from the players, but nah, KSP didn't take up Shaq's like challenge to watch. Like, what? 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 what did he even? He only challenged him to one uh, show. Like, he didn't. Who was it? Yeah, one episode of the Witcher. The first episode of the Witcher. Yeah, like he didn't even recommend two shows. He just like, oh yeah, Witcher. Like, bruh. Like, my conspiracy theory is that he's so upset over his haircut that he didn't want to videotape himself. <laughs> That's my conspiracy theory. Could also be that, you know, he does have a girlfriend and she probably has better taste than him. So she's like, you're not going to show your face until you grow out your hair because like, she has standards. And let's be real. <laughs> esports boys, you like you, you pro players, you guys don't have standards when it comes to beauty, except for apparently gig. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Because like one video we did get was like something that was obviously filmed ahead of time. Um, there's another me on these video. And apparently Gig was talking about, like, how much self-care he has. Like, apparently a few months ago, he didn't care about his appearance at all. Like, he, he just didn't care if he looked good. But then, like, he started actually caring. And, like, he, had, he, he mentioned how, like, looking good made him feel good. So it gave him more confidence and, like, play better. Stuff like that. <laughs> so apparently, like, Gig seems to be the only one who actually cares about his appearance. Because, like, McGravy out here shaving his head. Somehow he convinces KSP to do it. And then he messes up Nastro's bangs. So, like... These boys, they have, like, no standards. Like, bruh. K- 
KSP, you have a girlfriend. Trust her. <laughs> Don't do this. Trust your girlfriend. She she knows what's best for you. <laughs> well, he didn't listen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, things were pretty dry. We had the me on these videos. It was funny. It wasn't as funny as like McGravy actually kind of like snashing us his underwear. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but we get to know that Gig actually started taking care of himself, like self care, which is nice. You know, you got you got to take care of yourself. It's nice to know that at least one player's like grooms himself. <laughs> um, other than that, like the Overwatch did do a little like joke thing. It was like, uh, which player is this? And uh, they just put a clip of the like comms. Uh. Apparently, KSP goes shirtless when he plays games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he, he just wants to be comfortable. And then after that, like, there was just, like, some more MeUndies pictures, which was obviously taken beforehand, because they, they are in the one, they're in the studio uh, that Vanyan has set up on campus. And two, McGravy actually has hair in these. So, like... You know these were ahead of time since, like, McGravy has hair. <laughs> it was really yeah. funny. They're just, like, <laughs> carrying him and, like, accidentally drop him. Like, boy! <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's, like, a pretty dry week for content. I don't blame them too much, though, because they are prepping for the May May tournament. And you do really want to do well in this because it is a good chunk of extra cash you're getting through this tournament. Yes. But... Yeah, we won't know who they're going to play, so we can't even predict how we think the game's going to go until then. Yeah. But I believe that's all we had for this week. Yeah, not mu not, the, there just wasn't much this week, um, and there's not much to predict in the future. Here's to hoping that they put out mo more content after the May May Day. Like, I, I don't blame them for not putting out much because you, you got you got to take these tournaments seriously. You don't want to meme it up and put in your B team. I mean, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I guess that's it for us, guys. Uh, if you want to keep up to date with everything Voicing Vernant, you can find us at Voicing Vernant on Twitter. If you want to keep up to date with everything, any Vanit, you can find them at any Vanit on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, and Snapchat. And they actually got the any Vanit uh, at on TikTok. So you don't have to actually put the underscore now, which is great. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um, I mean, I'm still not on TikTok, so. <laughs> TikTok is a thing. I'm hoping we get some funny TikToks from them because, you know, you, you can definitely do funny things on them. I love the skits. I don't really care for the dance challenges, but, like, you can take advantage of that. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it for us. Uh, see you guys next week. See you guys next week, and make sure to watch streamers' streams. Yes, please do. <laughs> he deserves it. He's a good boy. <laughs> Indeed. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>